Hello, hello, hello. It is for me to love, to hate, to hate. It just makes it I love, and I do not hate. I am from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Today has been a very, very productive day. Um, I'm actually standing outside of class. Um, a little just not really flustered, but it's like I'm tired because I'm not retaining um, this information, and I'm. It got to the point where I knew I was beating myself up, so I felt like if I take a break from it, I can get it together. But I'm even more flustered now than what I was before. Um, there's this police officer that does security here, and every time he see me, he always speak. It's always been nice, very friendly, very respectful but never pushy or inappropriate or anything like that. And um, I went to my truck and then I came back and um, he said, um, you're, you're, you're staying parked there? And I was like, yeah, we can park here. And he's like, all right, you come out there and you got a, you got a boot, don't say nothing. And I said, you put a boot on my, on my vehicle? We didn't have a problem. I said, because where I'm parked at, we can park here. So I don't know what the problem is. And then he said, well, the problem is you won't give me your number. I said, oh, well, that is a problem, huh? I said, why would I give you my number when I'm involved with someone? I have a relationship. Like, the police officer looked at me and said, you're in the relationship, not me. I'm trying to get to know you, not them. Why? Why? If if someone said they're in a relationship or they're in a situation, why you can't respect that? Like, what's the problem with that? You know what I mean? Like, I know it's more of a challenge because he's probably not used to someone telling him no. He's probably not used to a woman not... Um, giving him what he wants. So he's probably like feeling some type of way about that. And so being persistent, you know, he he probably feels like that's a good thing when it comes to trying to deal with someone. But I'm a woman. (laughs) I'm not a little girl. And I'm a woman, not a whore. I'm a woman, not a player. I am a woman. I am a grown-ass woman. I don't believe in these, you know, these side chicks and these side dudes and these hookups. I don't believe in it. I've never in my life had a one-night stand, never thought about it, never had a threesome, never thought about it. Um, I don't do those types of things, but I'm not knocking the next person. If that's what you want to do, you do it. If you're in a relationship and you have an open relationship and that works for y'all, that's your business. I'm not knocking you. Each your phone. It's just not for me. But I don't understand why people don't respect people's feelings. And you asked me, and I said, I'm in a relationship. You know what I mean? I don't get it. And then I proceeded to walk off because I really wanted to say something. But because you're the police, probably probably would have really, like, pushed the issue with me or whatever and probably would have got ugly. I walked off, and then he came a little bit. 
and then he and uh, he said, um, "You you is too pretty to be so mean." I said, "How does that mean if I'm telling you I'm in a relationship?" And I think what you're saying, and I think your approach and your persistence, I think it's too much. And I think it's inappropriate, and I think at this point it's disrespectful because I'm telling you I'm in a situation. Clearly it means I'm not interested. And he said, I see you all the time. He said, I watch you. I pay attention to how you walk. I pay attention to how you talk, how your mouth uh curls over sometime at the bottom. He said, you, know, you have these pretty dimples. And he said, you just have this very genuine, innocent um, way about you. And I just don't see whoever you're with is giving you everything that you need. And I said to myself, should I be flattered that he paid that close attention to me to know that Sometimes when I talk, my lips curls over a little bit, and that I do have dimples, but the fact that I've had dimples all my life, they've never been anywhere, I said, I'd be flattered, and I'm like, well, thanks for the compliment, I appreciate it, um, but how can you assume that somebody not happy? Like, I said, you used to meeting girls at this school, right? And he just smiled. I said, you normally get what you want, right? He just smiled. I said, you normally go after the younger girls, right? I said, well, I'm not a younger girl. I'm a grown woman. And at this point in my life, I don't have time for that. You know what I mean? Because I'm not trying to make anything harder than what it has to be. I'm not trying to make anybody's life more complicated. I'm definitely not trying to make my life complicated. And the situation that I'm in, I'm good. I'm okay. You know what I mean? So... Out of respect for me, if you notice all of that about me, then you notice that I don't conversate with men here. I don't talk to these men. I don't flirt with these men. I don't do any of this thing with these male guys here. So if you paid attention to that, then you know that if I've never done that, I'm not going to do it with you. And he said, I respect that. He said, but can we at least be friends? I said, no. (laughs) And I walked off. He's like, really? You just gonna leave me hanging? I'm like, yeah. I'm sitting, I'm thinking. And at first, I kind of like, oh God, whatever, and just brush it off. But then I was standing outside because the point of me coming outside, me being stressed and overwhelmed with with this math that I'm not comprehending good enough. Um, it started playing on my mind. I was like, why are people like that? Like, why don't y'all like? What is the problem with respecting other people? You know what I mean? Like. If I say that I've never seen a man that I was like, oh, my God, he is so handsome. Oh, my God, he is so intelligent. Oh, my God, I love the way he articulates, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, there are plenty of people that I've given a second look at, you know what I mean, that I know there's married, that I know there's in a relationship. And even if I wasn't in a relationship, I know that they're in a relationship. And if I didn't know and I asked them and they told me they were, I'm going to respect that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I don't know. I guess the way I think and the way I process stuff, I kind of, I would probably be that person that would run a man off if I was single. Because <laughs> I think about STDs. I think about baby mama drama. I think about side chicks and when a man is a player. And 
I'm going to be honest with you, and it's probably going to be mean and hateful or whatever, but I don't trust police officers. And if I was single, I wouldn't date a police officer. My brother's a police officer. I have two uncles that are police officers. Actually, I have three uncles, and I have plenty of cousins that are police officers. And I, and they know how I feel about police officers. They know that I will respect you because you have authority, but I don't trust you. I've I've seen and witnessed, and I've been, in my opinion, a victim of a police um, using their authority in a negative way. And it bothered me for a long time that a police officer is able to do that, and they don't even have a conscience about it. And if you would do something as small as lie or curse at a woman for no reason, to me, I feel like you would do anything, and so I don't, I don't trust you. I've witnessed a police officer uh, harass my uncle because he was married. He's, he's married to a white woman, and they have kids. You know, I witnessed that. You know what I mean? I, I, I listened and heard a police officer call my uncle the N word over and over and over, and tell him to shut the f up. And you know, I'll, I'll have you walking, and you end up landing in a ditch. It's what the police officer said to him. So when you see this from police officers supposed to serve and protect you, it's hard for you to look past that and ignore it. And then when you've seen so many situations where people have lost their lives at the hands of police officers, and I'm not talking about people that resist arrest. I'm not talking about people that pull guns out on police officers. I'm not talking about thugs and criminals that don't care about going back and forth to jail and don't care about their lives or other people's lives. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about those people that are scared, that are frantic, and the police don't even think twice about them. I'm talking about the ones that try to live a straight and narrow life and they ain't up there. I'm talking about those people. Those are the ones that I'm talking about. A, a, a person that I know, me and her get along very, very well. And I'm not going to say she's my friend, but I'm going to say acquaintance because I have a whole lot of respect for her. And I feel as as though she feels the same towards me because she confides in me about a lot of things. I, I don't really confide in her about too many things with my life, but that's just me because I'm very private and I don't trust people. And every time when I have trust people, they've bit me. Um, but I, she, she knows I don't go back and talk her business, her personal business. But me and her was talking today because she was, she was in a car wreck last week, last year. And it was like a fender bender. She accidentally, well, she hit a state trooper in the back. It was wet. And there was no, really no damage to the police car. The state trooper got in his car, walked away. No problems, no nothing. Well, Two days before the deadline to file suit on the wreck, the police officer filed suit and is suing her insurance company and as well as her. This police claim that he is still getting treatment. As of today, for pain and suffering, emotional distress, um, loss of wages, um, a whole bunch of things. Um, but this is the kicker. This state trooper is on the investigation 
for fraudulently turning for turning in fraudulent payroll papers to get overtime. This police, this state trooper, have made more money in overtime than he made in his regular salary. This man turned in paperwork saying that he was at a certain location and come to find out he was at home. So this same police officer is suing her. And she was like frustrated and she was like, oh, stressed out and mad and it's never there. And then I was just looking and listening to her and she was like, what? Why are you looking at me like that? I was like, nothing. It's just like, no, say it. Go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. I was like, well, I don't want to offend you. And she was like, you're not going to offend me. Go ahead. Because she is a tough cookie. And I said, well, I remember when Alton Sterling was, was shot and you said that the video was debatable. And there were issues with the video that was quite questionable from your view. And I respect it because that's your opinion. She said, right. I said, well, people like myself saw that video. And what they saw was different from what you saw, right? And one of the police officers had, a, well, both of them had a complaint on them for overuse um, power you know, being aggressive on the force, you know, whatever, whatever. And I said, <clears throat> how you feel now about police officers, that's how a lot of us feel. And even though you can't compare the two, death to a lawsuit, but just the fact that you know that this police is crooked and this police have had a history of other things, um, it's almost like, and I'm going to say it, it's almost like now you see how we feel all the time. And she said, if this is how we feel, she said, I apologize. She said, because it doesn't feel good. And she said, and I am so angry and I'm so mad. And she said, right now, I'm talking to you, and I just want to cry because I'm so frustrated. And she said, and if this is the struggle that most people have been going through, she said, I apologize. And she said, it shouldn't take me going through this to get it and understand it. And I respect it. I respect it. But not getting off the topic, but it just makes me mad when people don't like to take no for an answer. And, and and I think when my frustration came in, if this was just a regular, normal person, and I said that to and he kept trying to be persistent, I would get that. But you're a police officer. You're not a security guard with a fake badge or rent a cop that what they call you. You're a real police officer. And I'm telling you that I'm in I'm involved in a relationship and you're okay with being a side piece with a woman that's in a relationship. You're okay with that. But you're a police officer. <laughs> like am am I just being overly sensitive? Because, you know, I'm guilty of that. Sometimes I get in my feelings and sometimes I'm very sensitive. And right now with this mask, I'm probably a little extra sensitive. But I don't think that I am. I, I really don't think that I am. I just think that, I, I don't know. I'm just going to let it go because I need to get my mind and my aura together 
and get back in here and try to grasp this math because I have a, a math test coming up and I have to ace this mug. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's like I get it, but then sometimes I get lost in the steps. So, yeah. But I'm going to go, you guys. But I, I I just had to, like, let that off <laughs> my chest. But I just think when, when, when someone says something and they express how they feel, I think people should respect each other more than what they do. You know, respect how someone feels. Respect what someone says. And, and let it be. You know what I mean? Someone saying I'm involved with someone is not saying that you're not a good guy or you're not a good catch or maybe you're not nice looking. That's not what a woman is saying. That's not what a man is saying. They're saying that where I'm at in my relationship, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm not interested. Thank you for the compliment. Thank you for noticing, but I'm good. That's all That's all I was saying. That's, that's all I was saying. <sighs> yes. <laughs> All right, you guys, I'm going to call it a night. I want to thank you all for tuning into my podcast. I appreciate it. It means a lot. Thank you for the call-ins. Thank you for the messages. Thank you for the applauses. Thank you. It means a lot. And I finally got a chance to hear some of my favorites. Um, podcast, I will be able to get caught up a little bit, not tonight, and I'm not going to say tomorrow, but eventually I will get caught up on some of them because I finally figured out how I can get to you guys. Thank you. Um, still trying to get used to the new update. I am liking it a lot more, but, you know, I'm still trying to figure it out and learn it and, and get the game of it, so y'all, you know, bear with me. Um, to Mr. John, I think it's Rosenberg. <laughs> I'm saying the wrong. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Um, thank you. I had a great conversation. We kind of laughed and just talked, just having a conversation with his friend from, um, I want to say, Pittsburgh. If I, if I got it wrong, I'm sorry. But anyway, um, his friends and him, and we were talking about mental health and um, masterpiece. <laughs> but um, thank you, guys for just even wanting to include me in on the conversation. You know what I mean? I appreciate it. It means a lot. We have to do that again. We actually have to plan it out because I do school and I work. And so sometimes, you know, those calls get dropped. So in the midst of all of that, you know, we don't get to follow up and finish our conversation. You know, I like to finish conversations. Yes, because she loves to talk sometimes. You know what I mean? And I'm telling you guys, if you ever have a conversation with Mr. John, you will go and go and go because he just, he pushes you to make you just open your mind up to think even more. And things you don't even realize that, you don't, you don't even think about that often. It comes to surface and you're just going to flow. So I love talking to him. Um, he have amazing people that he talks to and just, just great energy. So I love it. And I just thank you guys. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Um, positive gaming, the one and only, I love your station, dude. I love you because you keep it real, you keep it honest, you don't care if if the person gets offended. And you know what? I I love that because I feel like in an adult world, everybody shouldn't be that overly sensitive to everything someone says. You know what I mean? There are plenty of things that people say that it's, it, it puts a person in a situation where it's disrespectful and it's uncomfortable and they shouldn't say that. 
But not every situation is that. Not every situation someone should be offended or someone should be mad. You know how many times I get calls in and it's like, well, everything seems racist to you or everything seems, you know, it's about color. You know, everything goes back to that. I can only speak from me, from my perspective. And if you listen to my podcast, I say for me. And this is just my opinion. I never speak for a whole nation, a whole country, a whole city, a whole town of black people. I speak from my perspective, from my experience, from my thoughts, from my views, from my feelings, from the way I see things. You know, people want to make everything that someone say, make it about race or that maybe they, they're a little racist. That's why it always come up. If you find racism in me, I'll kiss your ass myself. Point blank and in the period. You're never going to find that over here, ever. So people attack me, say I talk about women and I talk about mothers and I always try to make like, you know, um, mothers don't do what they're supposed to do for their children. If you listen to my podcast and my podcast is about mothers taking care of their children or mothers not bringing their children to places like Chuck E. Cheese as if it's a daycare, correcting your children when you do something wrong. If you took that as me criticizing you, then you're probably the person that did it. You're probably one of those people that bring your child to the day, to, to daycare, Chuck E. Cheese, and leave. And that's why you're offended. Because if you actually listen to the things that I say, there's no way as a real woman, as um an open-minded person, that you're going to get that from that. Only way you get that from that is if you're just closed-minded and you're just selfish and you're just seeking something to point a finger at someone about or talk about it. You know what I mean? So don't do that. Another thing that was brought to my attention is I don't have to constantly remind people that I'm married because if people actually respect you and care about you, you don't have to constantly say that. You're right. I don't. But if I'm talking and I'm saying, as a mother, as a wife, as a partner, as this or as that, what is the problem with me saying that? What is the problem with me saying that? I, I'm i not saying that I'm married as if my marriage is the most perfect thing in the world and, oh, my God, it's just so, like, no. I'm acknowledging that I'm human. I, I have a family. I'm in a situation that I'm in, and good, bad, and ugly, whatever, this is who I am. I'm not trying to paint a picture for someone else. I'm just being honest, and I'm just being real with myself. And I'm going to speak in proper English. I'm going to curse when I get frustrated. I'm going to overtalk myself. I'm going to misspeak. You know, that happens. I I listen to my podcast, and I hear every mistake that I make. I hear when I say the wrong thing. I hear when I pronounce the wrong thing. I hear when I speak improper English all the time. I'm not going back and fix this and fix that and be like, oh my gosh, she's so politically correct and she's so proper and she's so, because that ain't me. But if you sit me down in an interview and you're talking to me professionally and it's becoming business or it's about, um, you know, being serious. I can speak proper English. I can have the most amazing conversation with you that you would ever want to imagine. But this is 
a podcast where you should be you should be able to speak and talk and laugh and cut up and say whatever you want to and hope that you can reach people in a positive way and people not sitting back judging trying to find something wrong with everything that you do. Just like um someone said um when I made the comment that I listened to um D Soul production and he kinda opened my eyes up to, you know, maybe unfavoring some people that I don't normally listen to so that I'm able to get to know people that I do like listening to and be more intimate. And I agree with that. And when he said that, I agree because I'm like, so many people, I don't, yeah, someone speaking um, Chinese or something, I don't even know what language she was speaking, to be honest with you. I didn't know what she was saying, but she favored my station. And I'm sitting there thinking, how she know what I'm saying? And I don't know what she's saying. So when I said that, they was like, if you want to, if you want to favor the person station, you should pay the favor person station, and you shouldn't be influenced by other people, because I respect what he said and I actually agree with it, and it actually makes sense. Okay. Well, I think that people shouldn't come to someone else's podcast and try to direct traffic, because I got it over here. You know what I mean? This is the kicker. This is a kicker. Um, I've listened to some amazing podcasts, and I've listened to some people the way they format and the way they go in and out of transition. It's like they've been doing it for a long time. You know what I mean? So, I I wish that I can at least one day be just as good or near as good as they are. But I'm not trying to be them if that makes sense if you understand what I just said I'm trying to be me but even better (laughs) the more I do it like grow and enhance it and make it continue to make it my own spin but be great at it you know that's what that's 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 what I want to do. When I got on this podcast, I had no intention on honestly still being on this podcast because I had so much negative coming at me, and I felt like I was doing something wrong. And I'm like, what? Are, like, why am I? Why is this wrong? <laughs> and then it became, oh, you want to do is record. And I'm sitting, I'm thinking, I don't even record. Like you think I record? You know what I mean? Like I don't really record. You know, but and then I was like. I'm arguing with someone about me doing something that I'm actually enjoying. And then, you know, it was like, you don't supposed to get on there and air out your dirty laundry and tell people all your business and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what business am I telling? You know what I mean? Like, life experiences, people learning and growing, people maturing. Like, you know, it's like, stop trying to make things about you and stop trying to make it seem as if someone trying to you know, make you look bad for them to come up. I've never been that type of person and I never will be. It's just not who I am. You know, I've been attacked um, verbally the last two weeks and it hurt it. But I, and I'm a tough cookie. So it takes a lot to get to me unless you're my family. 
and if you're my family and I know what your capabilities are, sometimes I don't allow you to win. And sometimes you win, you just may not know that you won. And I will never tell you that you won. And I pride myself on not letting you see that you won. That's just me. Um, but it hurt it. And I felt judged. I felt disrespected. I felt belittled. I, I, I felt attacked. Everything, every emotion that I can feel from a stranger that sit back and judge me with disgust is what I felt from these people, and this is family. And I said a few things to them. I said, I will not be doing this with you. I refuse to be unhappy and miserable, and I refuse to allow someone else's misery to be mine. I refuse to be your company. You take care. I will continue to pray for you. God bless and good night. I hadn't talked to them since. They've texted me. They've apologized quite a few times, but um, I always say be mindful of what you say. And not have a conversation with someone when you're frustrated or when you're mad because those are the times when you say things that you you may regret. But once it's it's out there, you can't take it back. You know what I mean? Somebody can forgive and move on, but they'll never forget what you said. And people, someone told me, well, if you forgave them, then you're not going to keep bringing it up. Well, you really haven't forgiven them. That I agree with. So to forgive, it means you forget. I said, in what world? You don't forget. So if someone called you an N-word or someone called you a, a, a white C and it hurt it and it was disrespectful, but they turned around, they came back and they apologized and they said, you know, that was very disrespectful, that was hurtful, that was wrong, and I said, I did that. And it took you a minute to forgive and let go, but then you, you've accepted that you've forgiven and you let go and you've moved past it. That's going to take the fact away that they did that. You're going to forget that that even happened. That So the rest of your life, that, that that happened, that experience that you went through never exists. But if it come up again, you won't even be able to recognize the emotion that you're going through to be able to fight through it in a better way if you've never experienced it. Because you forgot. How you forget? No, you don't forget. But when you forgive, you don't keep bringing it up. You forgive, you you let it go. Period. I believe that and I stand by it. But I wish I can go into details with certain things in my life without uh, offending people because, you know, people listen. And they only listen to just see if I'm going to say something negative about them. Um, so I try, I try not to be negative to them because I love them. And the only problem I have with this whole situation is I wish that they loved or at least just respected me as much as I respected them. And the people that I love wholeheartedly, I wish that they loved me wholeheartedly the way that I love them. Um, but I've accepted that that's all I'm going to get. And although I deserve and want more, I'm not going to wait and depend on it 
You know what I mean? I'm not going to wait and depend on it. So, um, but that's just me. That's just how I process things, and that's how I let things be. But being on this podcast, I've grown so much mentally and emotionally and socially. I have because me having conversation with Mr. John, me calling the one and only shows, talking um, positive gaming, I wouldn't have never done that. Never. Let me tell you just how just how messed up I was. I used to think that if I said hello to a man, because I'm very friendly, I used to always think that if someone saw me that knew my partner and saw me speaking to a man, that that was going to be a sign that I was cheating. So I, I had to always make sure that if someone seen me holding a conversation with a man, that they knew that it was just business or something in that reference. And I'm like, I almost ran myself crazy. Crazy. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't live like that. I'm not going to live like that. You know what I mean? Because it's like when you hear your partner or, or people that you love that, you know, they say certain things and they're like, you know, and and my homeboy came in and told me this and you're sitting there thinking. But then when you talk to your partner or significant other and they say if a woman act like, act loose or a woman act like that, then that's a sign that this woman trying to do that. So you're making it your business. To not come across as you being disrespectful to them or not carrying yourself unladylike. And before you know it, you're living for them. You're behaving for them. You're not even thinking your own thoughts because you know in your heart of hearts you're not doing anything wrong. You're not trying to talk to this person. You don't want this person's number. You're not giving this person your number. But you got your, in your mind that you don't want any indication that you're being inappropriate. So you start pre-planning in your head the what if just in case so that it's not even a problem. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, uh, no. Can't do that. I'm not going to do that. But I'm not going to keep going on and on and on. Um, I get the rumbling sometimes, and y'all just have to bear with me or ignore me. That's fine. I'm, it's okay. But I had to thank you all for listening, for tuning in for favoring, for calling into my podcast. I appreciate it. It means a lot. You guys have no idea. Um, Continue to be true to yourself. Continue to be real. Be honest. Love yourself. Put no one above you but God. Remember to live, love, and laugh. and Allow God to be God. Peace and love. I need a love to hate to hate.